packing up, loading up my old truck to roll down that road. Your picture on the dashboard, thinking about how long I'll be before I get home. Well, I said my visor before the sunrise as it burns into my eyes. And the thought of you starts burning on my mind. I'm rolling. Hi, this is Todd Dills, and in this edition of the Overdrive Radio Podcast, we'll be talking with Bill Weaver, singer-songwriter behind that song that we just heard there, I'm Rolling. It's the uh, initial track, first track on his Every Mile I Drive record, uh, which is set for release this week. Uh, He says with any luck, he'll receive full shipment of uh, physical CDs uh, at his uh, uh, home base in Flippin, Arkansas, North Arkansas. Uh, by February 26, that's 2016, of course, and uh, if when if and when he does, uh, CDs will start to go out to all those that did pre-buy uh, on the CD, pre-ordered it, and uh, digital versions of the of the tracks and all, all the uh, the entire album will be out and available via Google Play, uh, iTunes, uh, Amazon, and other services. But uh, great, uh, great outcome, I think, overall. I've listened to the record uh, several times through and uh, heard a lot of these tracks before. And uh, just great music, great truck, truck driving music. And, uh, you know, Bill's, of course, of a spirit uh, with the American truck driver. He is one. He's a hazmat hauler. And uh, he gets into a little bit of that during our conversation, which uh, we recorded um, earlier this week. And, uh, you know, had a chance to run through several of the tracks with him, get his story on where they come from. And uh, just keep listening here and you will you'll get to hear uh, several of them, including the I'm Rolling track, which he, uh, you know, he tells the story of it pretty early on here in the uh, uh, in the podcast. So give it a listen. I'll, I'll get hand it over to Bill here talking about the reception he's received from the trucking community. Uh, to date, I've uh, been pretty happy with it, uh, and I, I think uh, I think you'll hear that in the conversation. I'm just I'm flattered the trucking industry's liking this. I, I really am. I'm 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 really humbled by that. Tell me, uh, yeah, tell me tell me a little bit about uh, that song. When did you write it? When where did it come from? Well, uh, that that particular song, I was sitting uh, actually last year when those two bad wrecks happened. Uh, <laughs> couple of days apart of Cheyenne, Wyoming on Interstate 80 uh, between Cheyenne and Laramie. The weather was getting bad and I, I had that rhythm in my head for a new song and I had that tagline, I'm rolling. And uh, I shut down because of that weather. I didn't want to get in an accident. Of course, I pulled a hazardous tank and uh, shut down the loves there at Cheyenne and the uh, it just, man, it just flowed out of the end of my ink and it, and it just worked out great. I mean, uh, it was one of them 30-minute songs, you know. I sat there and, and had it down, and I was putting a video up on YouTube just immediately after that. Of course, the uh, studio cut sounds a whole lot better than what I put up on YouTube. But uh, but it's just uh, one of them deals about, you know, you all of us hate leaving the house. We're all drivers, but now we've got to do it. And, uh, Every, every mile I'm moving, I'm, I'm headed back to my beautiful Caroline. I'm rolling. Well, I'm rolling down this interstate trying to get back to you. That's why I'm rolling. 
It's hard work and I guarantee that it's a damn hard life, but still I'm rolling. It's kind of a, it kind of feels a, it feels like a, almost like there is that aspect of you're headed, you're always headed back home in some fashion or other when you're leaving. But it feels kind of like oh. a, it kind of feels like a celebration of that idea of that song. Oh. Deals. It's 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 a fellow that's happy. He knows he's got his trip yeah. started, and he's uh he's on his way home. It might be three weeks before he gets there, but he knows every minute he's driving, he's on his way home. Well, tell me, uh, this is, your, is this your every mile I drive here? Is this the uh, this first uh, full length record you've done, Bill? It, it is. Uh, actually, we've been uh, we've been working on this for right at uh, about the first of September. It would have been three years, and. Uh, Every time we've got started into this, Todd, something tragic has happened. It's been kind of crazy. Uh, my mom, uh, my mom took ill and had a little minor surgery, and she passed away in February, uh, two two years ago, February twenty sixth. And uh, our uh, the guy Bob Ketchum, who was recording the album and producing it, uh, he got spinal cancer, and it just it was overwhelming. He decided not to take no chemo or anything, and it was just a matter of about 40 days, and he was gone. And uh, then our bass player, his daughter, 26 years old, come down with a brain tumor. It's just like tragedy after tragedy. Lord. And, uh, you know, it's it's sad, but it's, you know, it's life. I mean, it's it's just yeah. a strange, strange occurrence of events. But uh, but it's, it's made the album stronger overall. Uh, we've come up with some better songs than we would have had. And, uh, and we're all really proud of it. Yeah, tell, tell me about um, how the process of putting it together. So, um, you, you you always playing with the same uh, guys in the band, and if so, who are they? The, our rhythm guitarist is Ken Williams, and uh, he's from Mountain Home, Arkansas. He's actually the fire chief at, at Mountain Home, Arkansas Fire Department. Okay. Lonnie Williams, uh, he's our bass player, and that's Ken's brother. And then. Uh, we got actually three lead guitarists on it. It's Jim Massey and Carl Massey. They're both brothers, and they're just, uh, they just have a natural God-given talent for the guitar. And then uh, Tony Slater, he's a 22-year-old kid that's uh, already forgotten more about a guitar than most people will ever know. Sure. And then uh, Anthony Raxnello on the drums. And uh, it's just... Uh, Man, we got we all started getting together and uh, and started putting these songs together. And I I just told them all I love a, a little bit of a southern rock sound, but I want to keep it somewhat country and not get too far away from the country. And uh, and these guys just put together a sound. It's it's incredible. I mean, I, I hate to brag on my own album, but it's an incredible sound, and I'm I'm yeah. just really proud of it. Carol Ann's helped me write on a few of the songs, correcting some of my grammar in some of them because I'm not, you know, I'm a truck driver. She's she's the one that most of these songs, when I'm talking about coming home and being happy about coming home, that's why I'm writing for her. How long have you uh, you guys been together? We've been together seven years. Very good. And how uh, did you come to music to begin with, Bill? I mean, is this something that you've always been around your, throughout your life? Yeah, I had a I had a lot of family, Todd, that played uh, that played uh, various instruments when I was a uh, young child, and I, was, I always had a fascination for it. And uh, 
I really love seeing people dance and tap their feet and clap their hands, and uh, it it just hooked me at an early age. And I'd watch uh, uh, the old Buck Owens show and uh, Hee Haw and all them, and I'd sit about sit in front of the TV and and sing with them, clap my hands, tap my feet with them. And uh, Dad and Grandpa and my uncle went somewhere one time. We were up in Springfield, Missouri, staying with my grandparents. Dad was in the military, and we were in in on leave. Uh, Dad was in the army, and we was in on leave, and uh, they come back with an old uh, Gibson guitar, and and give me that guitar, but they'd bought it at a yard sale while they were out somewhere. But uh, and God, I I wish to God I had that guitar now. I don't have it anymore. But uh, beat the devil out of that guitar in front of the hee-haw, you know, and probably drove everybody nuts. But that that's where it all started. I was probably five, maybe six years old at that point. Uh, okay, and uh, I was hooked. Um, and uh, how old are you today, Bill? Uh, Forty-eight years old. Is that or I'm I'm eighteen with thirty years of experience? However you want to look. That sounds good. That sounds about like most of us, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't like this old age is creeping up fast, bro. <laughs> You go back and tell me also here. I know we know we've heard the story about how you how you started. You got into music and it's kind of been with you ever since. And at a young age, how did you uh, how did you come to trucking? Well, I uh, actually I was a very young man. We had a local gas company and a, a, a family friend owned it, mm-hmm. and I made the mistake of telling him one time that I would love to learn how to drive the big trucks, and I had. Uh, of course, I had a lot of family members, uncles and such, that, a couple uncles, and uh, my dad drove a little bit, but uh, I made the mistake of saying I'd like to learn how to drive one of them trucks, and I was about 14 years old, and he said, well, come on up here to the yard, and next thing I knew, I was shuttling uh, shuttling gas trailers back and forth with no driver's license, you know, you wouldn't even think about doing it today, of course, this was the early 1980s, and uh but he was teaching me how to back a truck and uh, and basically taught me everything I know about truck and uh, and I'm I'm proud of it because he you know uh, he put me in the position of making a living for my family all my life and I didn't even realize it back then. Well, um, you know, it, it certainly it certainly informs the the record, no doubt. Pretty much every song on it is uh, is, in, is informed by that uh, that long experience in truck for sure. Oh, oh, yeah. There's a lot of lot of years of sitting and staring at interstate and uh, yellow lines and white lines and thinking. And, uh, and I, you know, I really appreciate everybody that does this for a living, Todd. I mean, they're uh, and some of my songs, if you listen into them a little bit, you'd think it's a sob story or something. You know, it's lonely, lonely, but it's uh, that's certainly not the message of my songs. It's uh. This this is what we do, you know. We're just like factory workers. They're they're real important to America, and thank God we have them. I mean, and th- this is what we do, and uh, you know, we're we're yeah, just all really proud of it. There's a certain yeah, there is a kind of there's a certain kind of um, there's a little bit of an ambivalence in some of these songs, you know, like the uh, one one that I was thinking about in particular that sort of reflects that that ambivalence. You kind of brought it up a minute ago with that. That line and we drive on, which is kind of uh, describes uh, describes truckers as a, a bunch of loners that ain't worth a damn, but being alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
it, it, the song kind of sounds like it's, uh, it's kind of a tribute to trucking. It's kind of this rock romp, but at the same time, it's also kind of Truck drivers make the world go round by driving around the world. Our eyes aimed high and steady hands upon the wheel. A fresh port cup of coffee and some on our radio. Watching the world go by, never showing how we feel. But we drive on. Never knowing where we're going or when we'll make it home Yes, we drive home We're all a bunch of loners that ain't worth a damn at being alone We drive on. Actually, I wrote that Thanksgiving Day of 2013. I was sitting in Shawnee, Oklahoma, and uh, which is only about 170 miles from my house. But as it turned out, I couldn't get home, and uh, I'm sitting out here, and I'm I'm like the only truck driver at this little old uh, hole in the wall truck stop. And I had that idea, you know, no, no matter what happens, we drive on, kind of like folks service, you know, come winter, snow, or sleet or hill. And uh, and that that's where that idea come from. Uh, of course, I was back and forth on the phone with Carol Ann all day that day, just lonely. And uh, and and I feel like that. You know, we are we're a bunch of loners that we're not worth a damn at being alone. You know, but, uh, <laughs> we we, we want to get in that truck. But then you get in that truck and you're lonely because you're in the truck away from everything you love. You know. Sure. And uh, another one that comes to mind in similar vein in some ways is a uh, modern day kind that uh that particular song uh, we dedicated it to carol ann's dad on the phone and he was he's no he was an old cowboy until he passed okay. away and, uh, and he just kind of he's he was kind of like the rest of us uh driving these trucks we never fit in no particular place other than just doing what we do and uh, kind of a uh long uh what do you call it? Kind of a wayward spirit, you know. You you do what you do, and you take care of your family. Rest soul born a hundred years too late. No horse or trail, just eighteen wheels and interstate. A million miles of white lines and construction lanes. Unlike the untamed land, those before him tamed. When I was driving across Wyoming, headed east, and I stopped in Nebraska, and I'd been on the phone with a buddy of mine, and uh, 
and he he's an old cowboy too and he's a truck driver and he told me he said man i'd love to be a cowboy still but not the modern day kind and he, he said i wish i'd been born a hundred years ago and man i just kept playing in my head and playing in my head and i thought you know probably a hundred years ago the people that were driving wagons across the west out there were saying the same thing you know this modern stuff is just killing me you know right. and i think it's just a bottom line we're we're just not going to be completely happy with what we're doing or where we're at in life no matter who you are or what you do and it's it's not running anything down i just think we always look back and think hey we could it'd be better if it was 100 years ago when we know that's not the truth i mean sure. you know we're in a one of the greatest times in America right now, and a lot of times we just don't realize that. Which brings me to what might be my uh, favorite song on the on the record, just for the uh, the humor involved, I think. Um, <laughs> which is that uh, Mr. D.O.T. You know, I, I have a feeling. <laughs> I, I have a feeling I might know where some of that comes from, but yeah, there's a slight bit of sarcastic. Uh, Overtone to that song. I'm, I'm, I already know I've done got your email about that. <laughs> Actually, I had wrote, I'd written a song that was pretty negative about DOT over an experience I had with him out in Virginia. I filmed a video of it, and I had a hat on my head. My company had given me a couple of days earlier that had our logo on it. And stupid me, I filmed that video. And I'm advertising my my company, which is a pretty major size company. And I'm saying, you know, blank the DOT. Anyway, I wound up taking that video down at the strong suggestion of my company. And I thought, well, if I can't make fun of the DOT, why don't I make fun of a renegade truck driver out here like we all want to be? Uh, of course, the West Memphis scale over here, uh, it was brought up and having all them guys near their friends of mine. I've, I've uh, dealt with them for years and know most of them, and, uh, and they're going to get a handful of free CDs because of that song. But. Well, I fought westbound out of Tennessee, across the Mississippi's where I need to be. I was hammered down Jackson Town, and he met me head on, and he flipped it around. He was slinging mud in the media. It's just making fun of a renegade truck driver. Just, you know, he's just bagging off. God, just let me get home. Don't stop me. Don't, don't do this right now. Because that's when things happen, right when you're on your way home. You don't have any time. Yeah, and uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll keep the suspense on how it ends. Speaking of which, when is, uh, when is this, um, when is this going to be available? I believe you, it's coming up very soon, right? Uh, right now, the, uh, the fiscal CDs, they're ordered, and I'm waiting on them to get here. Uh, yeah. they, they are supposed to be in my hands on the 26th of this month, uh, 26th of okay. February, 2016. And the iTunes, uh, Google Play, uh, Amazon, all those releases are supposed to be the same day. So, you know, if anybody, if anybody wants to order one now or, or whatever, they can go to BillWeaverMusic.com. And order it, and uh, the second they come in, uh, we've got everything here to ship with, and uh, I've actually uh, pre-sold about 300 copies of this, and Carol Ann has envelopes already addressed to everybody, and uh, of course I'm going to be, I'm going to have to be here because a lot of people want these autographs and stuff, so uh, I'll get that done, and I'll get them shipped out, and I'll hit the road again out here and write some more songs maybe come out from number two who knows
Hey, baby, can you come to West Memphis and bail me out of jail? They're picking on me again. <laughs>